Hey again, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. Really excited to have you with me as we are in an incredible chapter today, in an incredible book, right, which is uh, within an incredible book called the Bible. But we are in Romans chapter 6 today, and, and I want to look at the first uh, eight verses or so of this text and remember kind of the, the argument that we're building or that we're following as, as the Apostle Paul writes. And so we have this picture of how you and I, we have this grave problem. The righteousness of God is something we need and it is something we lack. And so then we begin to see that the righteousness of God is provided in the completed work of Jesus Christ. Not by anything we have done, but by what Christ has done. By the extension of the grace of God through the, through the work of Jesus Christ. And so there's this picture of, you know, we, we are now in this, this new life. And, and despite our sin, we have been saved. And so then we get to chapter 6. There's this tension that is this, this tension exists that says, well, God's grace is just abounding because of my sin. Like this reality, like well, God's showing his grace because I'm a sinner. And, and man, look how amazing it is to see his grace just overflowing. And so the, there's a rhetorical question here that is, well, you know, if, if God's grace is seen more clearly and more abundantly because of my sin, well, maybe, maybe I should just sin more. Maybe I should keep sinning so that more and more of God's grace will be on display. And so, I'm, you know, it's almost like I'm helping God out a little bit, you know, like helping God's grace be displayed more and more. This is the question that, that chapter six really begins with. And, and then Paul is going to, um, he's going to clearly uh, answer that, that that's, that's not the right way to be thinking about this. And so why don't you jump in with me? Chapter six, Starts in verse one. It says, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? And there it is. Should we keep sinning so that more grace will abound? And then his answer is, by no means. This is a the, an emphatic, strongest negation possible. He's by no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? He's saying, not, not only have you been saved, not only have you been given new life, but we need to recognize we, we have died to our sinful life. That old life, it is gone. And we're going to see it is buried. It is dead. By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Well, how do we die to sin? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Now, Paul here, he's speaking of, of baptism. And listen, a few, a few chapters ago, we talked about how baptism doesn't save us, but baptism is incredibly important. See, the, this moment of baptism, when we go into the water, we, we are united with Christ in his death. And we, when we're resurrected or when we're raised from the water, we are united with him in his life. So baptism is this demonstration of this external demonstration of an internal truth that says when we trusted in Christ, we, we went to the grave. Spiritually speaking, we were united with Christ in his death. We went to the grave. Our old life is dead. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that, 
just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So we were buried with Christ so that as Christ was raised from the dead, securing victory over death and and really paving the path for us to, to know his salvation, for us to be saved, the same way we are to walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like him or like his. So this is the present reality, walking in newness of life, and then future promise, the promise of a resurrected life like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. Brother or sister in Christ, here's this, this emphatic negation to this question. Should we continue in sin so that grace will abound? By no means, absolutely not. Why? Because we when we trusted in Christ and then symbolized with our baptism, we have died to sin. In fact, the, the Apostle Paul, he's looking at our baptism as an incredibly significant moment. This is an incredibly significant moment for us because in those moments when we are tempted to sin, when, when the temptation is creeping in, when we, when we feel like, man, maybe I should go and, uh, maybe I should lie in this situation. Or maybe I should cheat in this situation financially. Or maybe I should, maybe, maybe uh, my eyes should wander and I should be lustful in a certain situation. Maybe, you know, no one's going to know if I'm really selfish in this moment. In those moments when we are tempted to, to walk in our old nature and walk in that sinfulness, we have a moment, our baptism. We have a moment that we remember, that we look at, that we say, no, I died with Christ. My old life was buried with Christ. Christ has been resurrected, so now I can walk in the newness of life. Sin no longer holds dominion over me. It no longer holds power over me. I have been freed, released, saved from a life of sin. This is it's part of what makes baptism so important for us. When we, when we are tempted in our moment of weakness, we stop and we remember that day of our baptism. I remember when I was baptized. I remember uh, the pastor as I, I climbed to that pool and I was a young guy and you know growing in the Lord in great ways, but also kind of a troublemaker in some ways. And, and his, you know, his line is, uh, I got into the pool, he said, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna bring this one back up. <laughs> He thought he might baptize me until I went to be with Jesus, right? It's just kind of a playful joke, right? But, uh, but I remember that baptism. I remember the significance of it. I, I look back at that and I say, I have, I have died with Christ. Sin, uh, my life of sin died with Christ. I no longer am bound to live a sinful lifestyle. I'm freed from the dominion, from the control of sin over my life. That that is true of you as well. 
You know, as we face these different temptations in our life, and sometimes they're subtle and almost invisible to everyone else, and sometimes they're grave and grand and visible and, and treacherous, regardless of the temptations you are facing, you can look at your moment of baptism and say, I died with Christ. Does baptism save you? No. But is it significant? Absolutely so if, so if you're battling temptation and you've been baptized, I want you to thank God for that moment. If you're, if you're battling temptation and you were baptized maybe as an infant, as a baby, you don't remember that moment, I would encourage you to walk in New Testament obedience and to, to be baptized as a believer in part to testify to the gospel, but in part for your own sake, for you to say, I remember that moment. That moment that symbolizes I have died to my old life. Maybe you, you, you've never been baptized. You, you're, maybe you're a teenager and you, you've trusted in Christ and you're, you, maybe you're a little nervous about baptism. If that's you, I, I just really want to encourage you not only to walk in New Testament obedience, but I want you to see the, 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 the power of being able to remember I went into those waters. I was buried with Christ and I have a resurrected life in Christ and I'm going to one day have a resurrected body like Christ. Now, let's, let's just be really clear. Baptism does not save you, but baptism is incredibly significant in the life of a believer. My, my encouragement to you First of all, to be baptized if you have not. But then secondly, as this video comes to a, close, a conclusion, take a moment and go to the Lord and say, Lord, here's what I'm struggling with. Here's my temptation. But thank you. Thank you that I've been buried with Christ. My old life died with Christ. I now walk in newness of life because of Christ. I want you to see the significance, the, the, the power the, the rejoicing that comes knowing that your old life is gone and you now live a new life in Christ. That, that's our ancient way for our modern day.